live for the 61st episode of the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Loves Luigi, and tonight I got Andrew and I got G. What up, boys? What's going on? Hey, what's up? Oh, just just another another day living in quarantine USA, you know, just, just will this shit ever going to end? Probably not. Uh, you know, some Yankee news. Obviously, we got some good good news, some bad news. The world is Chapman. Bad news. Masahiro Tanaka, good news after uh, just about as good news as you could have for Tanaka after getting hit by a line drive by Stanton. So that's a positive, but we're going to get all into it. Uh, let's start off with a uh, little bit of a positive note, though, because boys, uh, we got to see Garrett Cole pitch in, in a Yankee uniform. And I don't want to call it a real game, but in a game, Let, let's just call it a game. It, it was a game. There was... There was a game being had. I saw umpires. It was a game. So, two games, actually. Yeah, two games. I mean, just he's looking really good in both. Obviously, he let up a dinger in one of them. But, I mean, his re- most recent start, five and two-thirds innings, no runs, nine strikeouts, and 84 pitches, I believe. Looking really good. Not, not even how he's looking, just the things he's saying, the way he handles himself, how he, he really seems to be almost like a teacher. It seems like he's teaching guys a lot. A lot of the younger pitchers on the staff. He just seems he just seems like too good to be true. Uh, it's just great to have him. He is absolutely ready to go. You can just tell. And like he seems like the like he was probably just working like an animal. You know as best he could. You know even if it was like throwing at home or whatever he was doing. But all throughout the delay, seems like he was like he's in mid-season form it would be that time of the season but he seems like he's like absolutely locked in and ready to go well he did buy like an eight million dollar home during during the shutdown so <laughs> he's got probably multiple places in the house and the property to do whatever he's got to do um i don't know is, is he locked in right now or is our offense just so garbage and we should just cancel the season now because we have nothing. yeah i mean totally, kid, totally kidding <laughs> was he doing that 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 grunt because that's going to be way more audible mm-hmm. without fans if, if he is yeah, he, I don't even know if he was. He, I've heard a lot of people say like it's just so funny hearing him talk because he has like you just don't expect a guy like that like to talk like how he does. You know, he just has a very like distinct voice. You know, right. it's just it's kind of like he just sound. I mean, you know, he just sounds like a Cali bro. You know, he's just kind of like, eh, you know, dude, what? Yeah, you know. I, I just he really, just I, seems like a different person. Since yeah, he's with the Yankees, right? Like one of my favorite uh, video clips, the sound bites, is when he's with the Pirates. Um, I don't even know what what year it was or what happens, but it, it, the sound bite just he just goes, oh yeah, I'm always angry, and he just seems like like nonchalant about it, but like he's got like a like the the tone in his voice is like I don't know, he, I don't see that guy in in the in the, you know in pinstripes anymore. He just seems so happy and so fulfilled. This is what he was meant to do. Yeah, you know, Andrew, I was gonna say to piggyback off you. A lot of the pitchers, I feel like it's easier to stay warm during quarantine as a pitcher than hitter because you're a pitcher, you know a guy who could catch for you. If you have a wall, if you have like a big backyard, like you could stay warm and you could work on pretty much whatever you're going to work on. Whereas hitting, it's a, you know, obviously you could have a batting cage, but it's really just not the same as getting like that full workout in. Like the, you saw Ottavino and Cole, I think, you know, in June, just hanging out, throwing bullpens together. They probably got like one of the bullpen catchers to come on through. Like it, it, these guys, like a guy like Cole, like this dude has probably been ready since the first day of May. He's He's been 100% staying in shape. A, a guy that good and a guy that's gotten to that level just doesn't stop throwing or just doesn't stop his regiment, right? He takes breaks, but... 
I mean, that guy, he's been ready for the last few months. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, and I mean, it's the case for for any pitcher on baseball. Yeah. Just our guys, but... I mean, not any. I mean, we've seen some guys who you could kind of tell that they weren't exactly a staying ready during quarantine. He's Pablo Sandoval, Pete Alonzo. Oh I mean, these guys look these guys look fat. I mean, these guys got bellies. <laughs> like, really like, wow. large. Yeah. <laughs> Alarmingly large. It's... And you guys see Pete... Uh, What's the name? Sorry, Joe Kelly. Speaking of people who are staying oh, warm, God. Joe Kelly break his window. <laughs> I did not. See what? That. I did not see that. He was throwing in his backyard to a hit his house. Wasn't it like a terrible throw? Too? He like missed the net or something. Was that the same? Yeah, video? He, he he just, it would have like yeah, yeah. behind he the batter. Completely missed. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, I it saw was really that. Yeah, he just threw it through a window in his house. Yeah, that's... absolutely wild. Imagine be, being like his family, looking at him like, well, are you fucking kidding me? You're a major league pitcher. Did you just do that? And then the fact um, that he posted it online, like, ha, everyone look at me. Like, yeah. what, why? <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just Garrett Cole, good to have him. Man, I can't but I mean, that, we're recording this on the night of July 13th, and it's crazy to think, like, we're, we're 10 days away from, quote, unquote, opening day. It's like you know, it's going to be so, Yankees uh, Nationals, Cole Scherzer. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome and a spectacle. I mean, it's. I was re- I really was skeptical about the season happening, like really any of these team sports seasons happening. But I don't know. I really I've haven't felt as confident. I, I've really felt confident the last like few days that they're going to make this happen because it seems like they're all following the protocols. I think MLB. I believe it was the MLB. They said that they, out of the thirteen hundred tests they've conducted, less than one percent have come back positive. So it seems like they're really on top of this. And you know, there was some reports like the first week of uh, summer camp that teams are saying, "Hey, we had to cancel practice because we didn't get our COVID test back," or like they, there was just some bad things you were hearing. You really haven't heard those things the past week or so. So it's a good sign. Hopefully, they we haven't really seen COVID ravage a team yet where it's just like half the team's infected with COVID. If it's a case here, a case there, and the guy has to isolate for however long and pass two positive tests, then so be it. You know, it's good. It's going to happen during the season, but as long as it's not happening to multiple guys on multiple teams every week, I I think it'll be fine. It's it's like I've said from the beginning, it's a shit situation. This whole thing's a shit situation, but I I really do have confidence that they're going to make this happen. Yeah, it's it's wild. You see, the NBA has has the bubble, and it seems like a new guy's popping up every single day. Whereas MLB, <laughs> I mean, you know, we we could talk about what what they're doing up in Toronto. That's that's hilarious and also really scary. But um, it, it, you're right. It, it's weird that these are all isolated incidents, right? I mean, Chapman tested positive, and he was with the team a week ago, right? So like, how is it that no one else has tested positive? I mean, it's, it's good <laughs> if that's something that keeps up. The season will be fine. The league will be fine. But a guy hanging around with you know, half his team while he's sick spells doom. Yeah, yeah, I mean that Chapman testing positive. Andrew, you were saying before the show, like he was like throwing on the mound on July fifth or whatever it was. Like there's pictures on the account, the Yankees account, which you know obviously it's scary when you have the you know the photographic evidence like that. But the things that you don't necessarily see, um, which I hope that the Yankees and everyone would be enforcing, and um, you know would be. You know, was he wearing a mask? Was he wearing a mask up to like shortly before he was ready to throw on the mound? Like, if teams, if the players are doing that, then that's as best as you really can 
to keep it from spreading. If it gets in the building, then to keep it from spreading and just ravaging the whole the whole facility. You know, and that's all that we can really hope for is that and Yankees generally are up on the rules and are strict with their, you know, protocols and all that sort of stuff. Like we just have to hope that all the teams just follow the guidelines. And that's all we can really hope for because I feel like Major League Baseball is gonna wanna try their damnedest to have this to see this all through, but if some teams fall off the wagon, you might just have to shut it down if it gets bad enough. Yeah, yeah, it's true, but I, I'm I really am confident that that hopefully just doesn't happen. And, and speaking of masks, Clint Frazier was wearing a mask in the Inter Squad game, and he said that he's he's going to wear a mask the whole season, and hopefully it sends a positive message to the public, and hopefully you know people see that you can just wear if you can wear a mask playing a baseball game, you could wear a mask going to the store doing whatever. I, I think it's good for Clint. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he had his own like mask come out, you know, like. Clint Freight, like with his logo on it, and they start selling them. I'm not saying that's why he's doing it, but I mean, that would just be 100% on brand for Clint. But I thought, yeah. I mean, I think that's good. I think, well, you know, why, yeah, if he, especially being a guy that, hey, if a few guys go down, a few stars go down for a couple weeks with whatever, Clint's going to have to be the replacement, right? So he's saying, hey, I'm not going to get COVID. I'm not going to ruin my shot at getting in the lineup because I have COVID because I, you know, I'm going to wear a mask at all costs. So I could, I could fill in, right. It's kind of what it's about for, for him, I feel like, but you know, I'm, I suspected guys would do that, you know, like not most guys, but you know, a guy like I think G you mentioned, I think Trout would wear yeah, a mask. Trout's especially been wearing you know, it during practice, like running the bases too. The Angels have so. super strict protocols and that's definitely for Trout because he was on the fence about playing this year. Cause I'm pretty sure he's a newborn, Guys like Buster Posey aren't playing. I think it just came out that uh, Hicks for the Cardinals isn't playing. He's sitting out. Like you know, guys are sitting out. And hey, to each his own, man. If if you want to sit out, if you have pre-existing health conditions, if you live with people who may have pre-existing health conditions or newborns, by all means, sit out. You know that no fan should have a problem with any player sitting out. No one on the Yankees has you know, announced they're sitting out, and I don't think anyone will, being it's 10 days away from the season. But, hey, if one of whoever on the Yankees came out and said, hey, I'm sitting out for this reason, you have to respect it, man. People are taking this different ways. I think most guys want to play, but a lot of guys are skeptical, and a lot of guys are a little bit nervous about playing right now, and you can't blame them. So, you know, yeah, everyone uh, has to handle it their own way, and people shouldn't have issues with how other people handle it. Totally agree for not for sitting out you know if, if at this point like you said they're not announcing that they're sitting out then it'd be hard to see it coming down the pipe but like you know some of these places like the yankees have to travel to florida or wherever if it's a quote-unquote hot spot like maybe would teams be receptive you know receptive to a player being like i don't want to travel there get a replacement or call up one of the other guys like if they have a at-risk family member or something like that like I don't know. I I mean, I feel like maybe we'd see some of that this season. You know, they're not going to be doing too much traveling outside of their geographic areas. But, I mean, I still feel like that might be something we might see. I mean, I feel like travel will be very direct. They're not going to be, you know, going out to eat in Florida or, in, or wherever, you know, they are. They're just going to be in the hotel going from stadium to hotel, stadium. So, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that much of an issue. You know, like, these guys aren't going to be – like, I understand, like, the Toronto rule, it is extreme. Like, t- 
if you don't know what we're talking about in Toronto, prison. they're saying, yeah, they're saying like a possible prison time or like a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. So that's that's a bit extreme, but mm-hmm. like I think it's pretty I think it's pretty clear these guys aren't going to be parading around Tampa or parading around Baltimore or Boston or wherever they are, you know, on the road. Like it, they're yeah. it's strictly games. It's strictly business. Like I think these guys realize that. What was the deal with the the NBA? That was that fake or? No, that was real. A guy like went to go pick up his food delivery, and he like went outside the designated zone, and now he has to quarantine for ten days. Oh no, like, no, 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 not, not that. The um, that 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 chick who said like I was invited to the bubble. Oh, party. that. I mean, who know? Who knows? That's I, I don't know if that's real, but I mean, that that's still a risk for any sport, right? I, yeah, mean, I mean, these players, especially when you you include travel. I mean, right now everyone's playing in their home ballparks. Um, the the scrimmage games right now, I mean, the Yankees have to go to City Field and mm-hmm. um, down the turnpike to Philadelphia. That's not a big no, deal, they, right? You could just drive like, or you take Philly's a bus. Come, Fine. Philly's going to Yank, or yeah, the Yankees. Either way, right? So that's the other yeah, way around. Yeah, but yeah. when you start having, um, you know, hotels and, and plane travel involved, it becomes trickier. And, like, what are you going to do if people are mingling with, you know, people they find on Tinder or Bumble or you know, people they have you know connections in certain cities like hey meet me yeah, come I, back to my hotel room after the game time like, I think it goes without total saying, break like, of that's the chain of command strictly forbidden this season you know hey, you would hope so but it's gonna happen right there's it's no way it's going it's not gonna happen I really be- I mean yeah I think that's something I feel like that it'll be a case teams... where it's like yeah like teams are gonna gather up and be like look guys we all know we have needs we all know we want to have a good time but like this season it's it's just not it's not the season. It's I like, love that that Hicks said that though, right? He's like, uh, these yeah, guys we, just like want to exactly. play PlayStation every night. <laughs> but seriously, just like play play some PlayStation, binge some shows. Right. Watch movies, well, that's like, what Hicks you know, said about like, learn an like, instrument. Like, it, like the fact that even cool you guys are even having a season and you're even able to make some money this year is just going to be. If they get it off, it's going to bravo hands, you know, hats off and and everything, right? So like, just don't be the guy to mess it up and bring. <laughs> It is. It is like I, I can't lie though. It is hilarious. Like seeing this. Like oh, this guy. You know, this guy literally went twenty feet over. You know, outside the bubble, and now he's stuck in his hotel room for ten days. Like that's fucking. Hilarious. I mean, they, there's no gray area. They can't be like. I mean, did he even come into contact with someone, or was it like a, a contact? Was it was, like, it was just like a delivery driver, I guess. But he just he can't leave the bubble. You know? So then, that's can like the, the driver whole... come into the bubble? Uh, I guess you could like pick like there's like a designated area between the bubble and like the parking lot where you, you just like go up to the line and just take take your food and just throw yeah. the bag over the line. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I you know I do do I've been doing delivery during Corona and like we have to just leave the food at the door. You know we can't hand we literally can't hand people food. And I get it, it's like oh you're yeah. still touching it, but it's just like uh, it's just the whole hang apart thing, you know the social distancing. So you can't even yeah, ring the doorbell, right? Don't you just like text? I them mean, and put food there? yeah. You just leave it at the door and just get you get the hell out of there. It's, it's crazy. It's, in the case of the NBA, you're gonna probably see a lot of that more. Like for you know, as they start to like get into, you know, their groove and get into their schedule, like you're probably gonna see more of that as people become acclimated to like the quote unquote the bubble and the rules. Like, you know, some of the teams had posted or you know players had posted social media stuff like pictures and videos of the testing setup, and it's like, it seems like pretty serious. I think for baseball, you just have to. I mean, the Blue Jays may be an an, ex, an outlier because Canada has really, really serious like rules and restrictions, just like in general. But I think baseball and the teams probably would be smart to just have similarly stringent 
like fines because you know we said like everyone's have a good time and all that jazz but like you can't just be like oh well let me just go wander out of my hotel for a little while and see what like see what the fuck happens like you yeah, just like everyone can can live in in their homes right and commute to and from the stadium every day mm-hmm. or wherever they are on the road yeah i, mean, yeah, I guess I, I think that's just going to be the, the trickiest part just because we're dealing with an unknown enemy here i mean at least with the players in the bubble in, in the NBA, like, can they bring their their, their families? I don't. Um, they, are they have to be locked down? Like, because really like if you go home, so. that mean... was part of the that was part of the ongoing, maybe not controversy, but like, are they gonna are they gonna not do it? Being like, are NBA players gonna be down with being away from their family for like five or whatever it is, four months, right? Um, while they finish the season and. Even like guys like LeBron says, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna hate being away from my family. So I think it's at this point going off of the assumption that they're not gonna be able to see them unless something dramatically changes. Right, for the but like so for baseball, you can't. You're gonna be living at home right now, and I think the the biggest concern, honestly, is everyone else in your family, right? I mean, schools are closed the summer. Um, a lot of outdoor stuff is is closed or just minimally open, like camps and restaurants and golf courses and whatever else, right? Um, but if anyone you come, you could be as simple as um, one of the players who's, you know, like wives or girlfriends or kids goes to the grocery store and contracts it there. Um, and then, like, you bring it into their home. I mean, how quickly yeah. are they getting test results? Or, like, do you show up to the stadium, do like a saliva test, and, and within 30 minutes, you know whether you're positive or not? Because if, if it takes, like, let's say you take a test, you come in. You do the workout the next day you find out that the previous day's test was positive then everything's compromised right i mean so i, I don't think yes. it's so much players as a concern as everyone else they live with the latest data if i you know i'm if i remember this correctly the latest data showing was that it's much less easy to transmit i mean masks and all that stuff i would hope people would be wearing them but it's mm-hmm. much less easy to transmit when you're outside and it's not like, oh, you're walking past someone like, you know, you're at really high risk to just like waltz past someone on the street and transmit it to them in those like two seconds. But it's not like, even, I mean, I get, I think, I get baseball's you know, played outside, but you have cut a tunnel. Down. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they tried to cut down and be like, you know, you know, you can't, what is it, you can't shower at the clubhouse now, like, or whatever right, it is. Like, say there's showers, they, there's, they, there's they, the locker they rooms, cut down there's the bathrooms. The clubhouse, like, bare necessity type stuff, so I think... You know, like you were saying, like all the families and whatnot, like you just have to hope that, and that's the really crappy thing about it is that hope is part of the strategy at this point to be like, you know, that you're maintaining those things with your family, wherever your kids might be going or wherever your wife might be going, that you, you know, just do the best you can. It's crazy that any one family member of any single player can shut down the whole league, potentially. Like one player's you know, son or daughter goes to, I was going to say, like, <laughs> like like a concert, like an outdoor concert. Those aren't really happening. You know what I mean? They're like some kind of gathering that shouldn't happen, right? Even if it's like an ultimate Frisbee game in, in a park, right? And with a couple people. And then all it would take is one leak like that. And then this thing could spread like wildfire in, in the clubhouses, which is scary. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, not ideal. I... <laughs> generally skeptical about major league baseball's ability to organize but i mean i think i mean dude we have a they're all we got right you're talking about the best in the business 
Um, yeah, I mean, it sucks, but it's it's going for now. So let's just. Uh, yeah, let's, I, I, I really do have confidence they're going to get the season off. There's going to be some guys testing positive, but like I said, I believe it was just under one percent of guys, uh, guys who have tested positive out of all, like the over a thousand tests they've administrated. Yeah, I mean, so hopefully, been, they said what the latest one showed like two out of a few hundred players. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. two out of three hundred thirty, I think I saw it today. Or something. Yeah, I mean, it's right. obviously they haven't interacted with any other teams yet, but I mean, right. all you can do is just look at those numbers and be hopeful. Because I think once the season gets going, then I mean, this might be like crappy, but I think it would have to get really bad league wide for them to actually shut it down again. I think I just think they're going to mm-hmm. try their damnedest to really go through with it all. On a different well, note, did you guys see that the um, the union and the league um, settled on all the all the other contractual stuff outside of just the pro rata stuff. Oh, wow, um, nice. So like vesting options, yeah, bonuses. Only took them five months. Yeah, man. Good. <laughs> Good so any anyone who has, and, and I'm curious because that that affects certainly the Yankees. And you think of a guy like um, like Jay Happ, he he has a vesting option for next year. And I think it was based on what 175 innings or something along those lines, which obviously is impossible in a 60 game season. So I think everything is prorated. Um, Every game is like, leave me in for nine. <laughs> <laughs> so that yeah, that is throw good. Two that, extra innings. For the players like two days after that. <laughs> Throwing 20 games. That's crazy. The Yankees control. It's so much easier to manipulate those those options now because all it means is missing you know, a start or a couple innings, right? As opposed to you really have, like, the Yankees tried to, and they pulled up right here, the 2021 um, vesting option is 165 innings pitched or 27 game starts, game started in in this season, which obviously neither of those are going to happen. You can't start half the games, right? But, I mean, you could say injuries or ineffectiveness. The Yankees could limit him to 25, 26 starts, right? Just get under that, and then it would be suspect for sure, right? But, I mean, there's a way... Can make it work just if they didn't want to pay him for next year, right? As opposed to it's, it's a lot easier to do it now. Like you just have to be like, oh, okay, we're gonna rest you for the playoffs. You're not gonna pitch the last ten games of the season. Like that's it. Like maybe he doesn't hit the number. Guys, you want to uh, let's look at this Yankees because you know since our last episode they announced the full six game schedule and uh, big picture looking at the schedule, it kind of starts off a little difficult. I mean, you know, I don't expect the Philly. I, I don't know how any. It's gonna be. It's just gonna be a weird season, right? It's only sixty games. There's gonna be teams who, I feel like for the most part, the good teams will make the playoffs, right? The teams who are supposed to. But there's definitely. I feel like there's definitely gonna be a few surprises. But, I mean, starting off with the Nationals and then the Phillies and then the Red Sox, like that's that's not easy. You know, those aren't the three easiest teams. Even, even if the Red Sox are gonna be, you know, just an average team again. As you look further down the schedule, I mean, they end the season with the Marlins, the Blue Jays, the Orioles. I mean, a series with the Mets in September, right? That's like super late. The end of August, or there are two, actually, yeah, two, two series against the Mets. One. The oh, you know what I was August. looking at? I'm thinking about the 2021 schedule. There's yeah, a series with, to, with the Mets. Yeah, like the 9/11 20th anniversary. Oh, that's uh, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just. Major League Baseball that. better let them wear first responders Custom, and yeah, those that'd be types awesome. of hats. Like have like some first responders patches or something. I think if it's New York, New York for for nine eleven, I would I would hope it have so. to be. Yeah. I mean, look, stops. Major League Baseball has been leagues have been Dude, they usually get it right like this for a while. Gee, Major League Baseball usually gets it right on most things. Like I don't know what you're talking about, man. You know, <laughs> like it's a really well run league. 
come on. I'll tell you what, the NFL is, is worse. Major League <laughs> Baseball isn't great with that stuff, but the NFL is definitely worse. Like, if you wear custom cleats, like, they'll fine you. Like, even if it has, like, like a firefighter like who died. Honoring your dead brother. I mean, the like, fact yeah, that they like, earned themselves, they, we called them the No Fun League for a while, and yep. they finally got it. So that's probably a fair point. Um, wait, this year you said that that's they're playing the Mets in September this year, right? No, 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 that's next year. Oh, uh, okay, never mind. Like I was gonna say, are we gonna get the July, like, still pretty good Mets, or like the September, yeah, you well, know, it's back to back, back weekend this year. <laughs> that's a little strange, yeah. So it's it's six games in, in 10 days, so it's six out of eight with strangely two off days. Um, oh, because they had to fly down to Atlanta and then come back, so that, that's odd. Yeah, it's one you know two games against the Braves and or four games on the season, obviously, but two in Atlanta. Look Obviously, at the imbalance of home and away, like early in the year towards late in the year. Yeah, the first five games are on the road, and then yeah, my man, there's a lot of Baltimore. It's seven games against the Orioles in September. That's nice. That's real. The first nice. homestand is five six games, games, and then they go back on the road for six more games. Like that's getting a lot of those road games out of the way early. They play the Blue Jays ten times in September. That's, That's gonna suck. That's unbelievable. It's <laughs> and so I'm, I literally <laughs> had to look at that like three times to make sure. It was right. Yeah, September seventh through September. This 9th, is pretty. September fifteenth through September seventeenth in Yan- at Yankee Stadium, and then September twenty first through September twenty fourth in Toronto. Like that. Is... And they're subject to all those Canadian laws, right? When they go up there, so they are they gonna have to be quarantined in the hotel uh, attached to the stadium or whatever it is. Yes, I would imagine so. All visitors yeah. got the, the blue jays had to follow. There's snipers rocks, on right? top of the rock, oh on top God. of the roof, just like waiting. Dude. Like, don't go through that door. Canada's not screwing around, man. So I can't imagine they're making exceptions, especially when the country that they're coming from is not doing quite as well combating the virus as they are. So, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I know the Orioles announced it today, but um, is there a deadline for teams to finalize their their alternate camp? Location like does that apply just for summer camp or is that they have to establish their their backup stadium if their their home state gets overrun? Because um, I think like the Marlins and, and and Rays may have to look into that at some point. Um, maybe the Astros and Rangers. I don't know. I'm sure there's obviously the states out in California too. California's numbers are up. So I mean I I don't know what the, what the deadline is for that or if they can just say midway through the season like hey, it's getting dangerous to play in the state. We got to move somewhere else. Yeah, um, we'll see. The, that should be yeah, a quick fix. Though there's so many baseball stadiums, especially with no fans. Like there's so many baseball. You can go to any like, college stadium too. Yeah, right? I mean any like, any division I mean, one they, is going to be. They literally, where was it? The Field of Dreams. They literally just built a stadium out in the middle of nowhere. To, so and if they really that. needed to, they could just play baseball anywhere. It's not like they're bringing yeah. fans with them. So right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they if they probably have a lot of these. Well, it has to be a stadium though, because if it can't just be like on the street, because then people would show up and then. Everything yeah. will be compromised. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they probably have a lot of these contingencies like figured out, even if they haven't like com- actually announced them. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they'll I think we'll be fine. I think they're gonna handle all this. Hopefully, right? Knock on wood, because if they don't, <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna be sad. How about uh, CC? Uh, just chilling with the game, looking slim, right? Uh, you think CC's yeah, got anything about coming back? Great. Like I'm not saying I want CC to come back because I think he should just enjoy retirement. But 
I feel like he's getting the edge, especially with he's like, man, sixty game season. Well, he, he can't. He can't. Remember, he didn't he have like some big shoulder or um, elbow he issue? He had a him? shoulder. Oh, I'm not saying he's going to come back. I'm just saying he's gonna. He's probably getting. No, but the even edge. if he wanted well, to, I don't yeah. think he could. Um, I'm just saying. He, like, we I forget game. what he said, but he was cool. saying something like, "Oh, you never, you never know." And yeah, he the sixty yeah. game. CC was probably like, "Man, if I would have known about the sixty game season." Yeah. When did that photo drop? Was it like in? April or May when he I think he posted to his IG. I don't that know, but like I just read it. Was yeah. that one of the sim games? And he he looked really the good. The date of one of the first sim games. Yeah, he was shagging fly balls in the outfield, and not like I mean, most people. No, but he definitely posted something on his like, on his Instagram like months before, so we, we we knew that that that's what he looked like. I mean, yeah, I mean that was like he's a a special advisor. He's like a member of the front office, quote unquote. So it's not like he's just like a guy hanging out with the team like he can be there um but i think i'm looking up to see when he posted like that on his instagram that was the, picture, the first one I mean, it was probably on a story it's probably not even... the first picture that he had posted uh or the first picture that was posted recently was for um one of the first sim games yeah that was the first i saw of it really because i figured that he was going to do some stuff like that i feel like i had seen like a very little bit here and there but that was yeah he posted like some workout stuff like in april but what's the like, deal with with that i mean is this the weight that he wants to be at like to live healthy um and you know not <laughs> to deal with like obesity or anything like that but did, i mean it was his like he he purposely was heavier like that that's what he felt comfortable that was his playing weight right it's like like you see a, a nfl yeah. offensive linemen do the same thing like the second they retire like they drop like forty pounds and they're shredded again, as as, better, as opposed to you know three hundred pounds and strong, one, like a little overweight. I think. I mean, the offensive lineman is kind of a fair comp. I think, you know, whatever it was maybe like around twenty eleven when he initially like lost a little bit of weight and then he was, was like, bad. Okay, how bad he, yeah, he, he was had like, a bad knee too, but still. and then, and then you know he's like, oh, I dropped too much weight at once and I wasn't comfortable with my body as it relates to pitching, like all that is totally fine. Um, the offensive lineman thing is interesting because there was an article recently that said from got some testimonials from like a bunch of them saying like how obnoxiously difficult it was to actually maintain that weight. That might vary from person to person, but I think this is just like, you know, Hey, I'm retired and I'm going to be healthy and, you know, just be a different, you know, be a different guy than I was because he didn't have to worry about pitching. And if that was the, the weight that he was comfortable pitching at, then he obviously felt like he needed to stay there. Yeah. And that's now that maybe that's gone. I think um, good for him, dude. He looks great. And I think on the coming back thing, he's just, he's, he's one of those guys that if he could, he would just play forever. So his body needed to tell him. Like, yeah, I'm just saying he was definitely getting that older. itch when he was sitting in the stand, you know? <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, if I wanted to be that. all like conspiracy theorist about it, I'd say that, you know, COVID and shortened season and all that jazz. Still, he said the other day that he was still having some pain, or you know, like some, you know, right? Well, because as soon as the ALCS was over, he had surgery. So yeah, so he said he's not fully clear. Like, because someone asked him, I think in like Instagram comments, like, "Are you throwing?" And he said, like, "Not quite yet." But I feel like yeah. if I was going to be a conspiracy theorist about it, I'd say like you know, he'd get the itch and maybe next year he'd like do something, but that's probably just bullshit. Well, you never so. know. Right? I mean, look, isn't this exactly what Andy Pettit did? He was a spring training advisor. He hung around the team, was throwing a bunch. Um, 
helping out with the staff, but then also throwing bullpens on his own, just like, just for the fuck of it. Cause he liked like doing it. And then he came in and retired it like a year and a half after he retired. Right. Um, I, yeah. I don't know if CC would do that, especially cause he's already like what, 39 years old. Um, mm-hmm. I guess Pettit CC would retirement about the same age. If he could, he just would, man. He's just a gamer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I just wanted to, I was reading that Jordan Hicks will be paid this year. And even though he's sitting out, because he's a, a type one diabetic, so that's good to see. Yeah, and and what's what's good for him is he actually gets full service time, so he can be arbitration eligible next year, right. which is big for him. Instead of just saying, "Hey, I'm going to get paid, like but a... I have to stay under team control at the league minimum for another year." Yeah, good for that. That's nice to see. Is that like a team decision? Like, could they elect not to pay him? I think it's a players association thing. Yeah, I don't. I think that's part of the yeah. agreement they, I mean, the league and, and MLBPA yeah, that, came up with. Yeah, I don't think they're they're going to be in the arbitration. They're like, yeah, um, he had COVID, so we're not going to pay him that much. It's like, yeah, I mean, he sat, out, he sat out because he didn't get COVID. So you know, it's like that. Come on, like he'd be pretty fucking he's a type. Horrible, of, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a type one diabetic. But hey, you never know. Um, guys, anything else? Uh, we've been enjoying the inter squad games. Uh, I've I haven't been able to watch all of them, but. It, you know, it's, it's funny. I was like joking because uh, they're it's pitched been mostly pitching dominated. Obviously, you know, like I was saying earlier, pitchers just it seems like stay have been staying a little bit more fresh than the hitters. But I mean, it's it's nice to see. It's funny how you know so a lot of innings there will be like no outfielders. Guys really don't like you know guy walks. He'll just go back to the dugout. It's it's been it's been fun to see. You know, especially just. Shit, it's been over 200 days without a Yankee game. It's crazy. It's like the longest stretch without a Yankees game in like years and years. It's just unbelievable. So, it's uh, the squad games. The squad, first games. squad game, I was watching like it was game seven of the ALCS. Like, I was glued <laughs> in front of my team. I was like, wow, here we go. It's 0 0 in the fourth inning, and there's no outfield, but here we go. There's no outfielders. <laughs> they're like, you know, they're doing, uh, like, the pitchers are just throwing a first and throwing a second after, like, their uh, their appearances. Like, they're just getting getting all their training in, like, right now. And I know they're doing a bunch of shit that ultimately, you know, won't matter. I mean, it doesn't like, the games right now don't matter, certainly. Uh, and they're not going to do it during the season. But I did see, I, I don't know if you guys caught it, but uh, the last time Britain pitched, I, I want to say it was Friday or Saturday. The Yankees actually tried the five-man infield, which I, I think you heard. the what Was it the Rays were going to do that? Or were they going to do the, the four-man outfield? Something contrarian. But yeah, I, I heard the Yankees were going to. I did hear about the five-man infield. Yeah, so the Yankees did did try it out. I don't know if they would implement that during the season, especially if, you know, you get a ball in the gap. It's, <laughs> it's impossible for two guys to cover. I mean, if you have Talkman and, and, and Gardner out there. You did, I was about to say, maybe, yeah, maybe if you had, like, I don't oh, know. Oh, but a guy like Britain who led the no, league if, in ground ball if, percentage. You could do the five-man infield if you had, like, prime Andrew Jones and prime Tory Hunter manning your outfield. Then or Ichiro, top, yeah. Yeah, like Ichiro, maybe. Uh, yeah, then like, those are, like, two, out of those two of those three guys, I'd trust man a two-man outfield. Other than that, I'm not sure. Um, haven't um, mentioned Judge because uh, yeah. you know, guess what? Judge another another little injury scare. He was removed from the the injury. You know, the, Boone said he's not playing the injury squad game. He's neck stiffness. Said he's fine, but we've heard that before. So we'll just wait and see, right? Um, I think he's we'll, been we'll hitting people. Like I'm just might so make sick. Alex happy. Like, yeah, he's, he's fine. You know, <laughs> like we just. just we we don't know that, Boone. You know, we, we've been lied to before. 
I mean, the whole thing with the the ribs is reason enough on its own to be like skeptical that you know they might not be forthcoming or they might not be fully like oh he's actually just dealing with this like the whole thing with the ribs on its own that was that was reason enough to be like skeptical about anything that they say is a minor issue with judge yeah uh, it just you just get scared you know it's just very scary anytime you hear judge and stiff neck and pulled and not in the lineup it's just not good um guys anything else we want to talk about um i'll drop a nugget that'll make alex happy tyro Estrada has i think three home runs already in these few um whatever you call them spring summer camp intra-squad games (laughs) they were cranked too i think he hit two of them off the facing of the second deck and left yeah he, I, I think he hit. Did he? Was he the one who hit the first home run? And yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, no one knew how to call it. They're like, "Yeah, call it," and they just no one said anything. They're like, yeah, oh, because wasn't go. um wasn't Cone and K already off the broadcast? Yeah, they at that were point? off the broadcast and they felt bad. Did but, he run so, the bases? Like, <laughs> uh, I don't think the Yankees have done much base running. Yeah, um, I, I did see Gardner. Um, drew a walk and then they wanted to pull him out. And he's like, No, I, I want to practice, like, take a mm-hmm. lead. So he went out there, yeah. Um, yeah. but I don't know how many how much practice they're getting, which I mean, you know how to run the base. I mean, you know even if they're not doing it like in the game, they're probably doing it. Yeah, I got like Stan is not running oh. the bases because they want to nurse his injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, he's we for talk? the most part better, but you, you don't want to push it and, and have something pop up a week before the season starts. Um, yeah. Since you know we mentioned it in the uh, the little show opening, and it, since Stanton is related, but like Masahiro Tanaka, I'm so thankful that you know he's been all over social media since you know he took the the ball off his head, and he's been all over social media reassuring people that he's okay, and he even said it again today, I think on Twitter, he's like he was okay, he was at the stadium, man, that ball by Stanton was absolutely smoked, dude, that was so scary. I think it was like 112 exit velo. They said, and he knew it. If if you've seen the video, he the second the the ball leaves his bat, he just covers his head and looks down. Like he he said he saw it happen in like slow motion. Yeah, um, scary. which is crazy. Yeah, that that happens to people. Probably because I know I know Bobby Abreu said the same thing when he rifled the ball off um, a Twins pitcher like 10, 15 years ago. Um, I forget the guy's name, hard, but it, 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 the guy I just remember. Yeah, um, that was in the old Metronome, and you know, the just really went flat on his back. <laughs> well, someone, I've, you know, someone said, I forget, I forget where I read this, but it was a good point. The fact that the ball, like it hit Tanaka's head, and the ball literally didn't come down for like seven seconds, and I, like it, it was like literally foul territory. By yeah, the it literally landed like behind the catcher, and people were like, "Oh my god, look how far that went!" Thinking about, thinking that was a bad thing, and. It's like, no, that's actually a good thing. Like, if the ball hit his head and then just went, like, to the ground, that would be bad because that means all that all that ball's energy absorbed on Tanaka's head. And it just yeah. all – but the fact that it just bounced off like that means he did, his head didn't take a lot of, like, you know – And did he get a glove on it at all? I mean, do we know? It, it's possible. I, know, I, I mean, think it hit, like, a good part of his hat, though, you know? And, like, yeah, he you know, he just had a mild concussion. He was fine. So, yeah, the fact can. that the ball bounced off that far, like, that was a good sign. You know, which is weird, but if the ball like thudded down, that would be, you know, like a major, major head injury. You know, I don't think we, the Yankees, have been hit by that in, in a while, right? I mean, I, I'm trying to I'm think the last time it happened. More, man. Like, it's just, 
It really is in, in baseball, man. It could so easily happen. It's when crazy. Just, I mean, it happened to Garrett so, Cole when he was in Pittsburgh. Um, like, look at Judge, man. Like, especially when Judge came up and, you know, his first full season in 17. Man, I remember saying to myself, like, dude, he's going to freaking just really hurt someone, someone one day. <laughs> like, like, he fucking murders the ball. And so Stanton, too. Like, these dudes are like the kings of uh, exit Vila. Like, these guys just tear the cover off the ball. Yeah, it's something yeah, that was. I feel like, like people are asking, like, oh, where's the net? But I'm like, look, man, that could have happened in any game. You know, I get you don't want that to happen in like intra squad and summer. I get that, but that's just like a freak accident, man. You can't be like, oh, well, you know, that's like someone getting like a, you know, just hit really hard in like a football practice. It's like, you're not going to be like, oh, well, we have to change our ways. It's like, it's just, it's something that is like a freak accident, man. It's. I mean, know, it, I feel like it's going to keep happening because that's just. That's baseball. Yeah. That's baseball, exactly. Susan. But like, exactly. I think there's got to be. And who is the guy in the Padres? Was it with um, Alex Torres or one of these players? He was on the Padres. He wore like the the helmet with like the big, the big plate cushion. of armor in the front. He of was it. on the like, Met too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's either Alex um, Torres or Carlos Torres or some of the yeah, guys. Like he, like the so he wore the things like Shane Victorino. I mean, like. I mean that's obviously a player's decision. Like John Oleru, the first baseman, he wore the helmet on the field. Like, well, you know, if brain issues, right? Yeah, I mean, like the one that the pitcher wore that we're talking about, he had like a big protruding like plate of armor in the front of the of the hat, which obviously that would be uncomfortable and ridiculous looking. But like, I feel like at some point there's got to be like something, right? Like. The players aren't just going to magically stop hitting the ball back at pitchers' heads. Like you have to have maybe like a slightly larger hat or like a hat with like a rigid side or something. Like because like you know we were saying like it's you know the ball just didn't hit his head and go dead. Like it, there's lots of energy there, but like something that could that isn't super big and cumbersome and uncomfortable, but can just dissipate a little bit more of the energy when it makes contact. Like I don't know. Right, and you can't just put a screen up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's something, I mean, something to consider, but I'm just saying it's something like that could have happened in any of these inter squad games, right? Uh, it's mm-hmm. just like people saying, "Oh, put in that." It's like, eh, it's just it's a freak accident that happened. I mean, but for inter squad, I head, would though. probably be okay with it, but I mean, otherwise, it during the game, you just have to find a solution to it. Like, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Well, um, yeah. So, talked about a lot of things tonight. Um, Ooh, actually, I have a question. Did anyone oh, see? Question, um, did anyone see uh, anything? Any uh, Miguel Andujar playing any of his various positions so far? He did make an error in. Oh, they didn't call it an error, but he just completely whipped on a ball in right field. <laughs> I think they gave Stan an that. RBI single for it. Um, I didn't watch but it, but I, I don't know if he lost it in the sun <laughs> or what. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because I was reading an article in the New York Post about, and they commented or chatted with Carlos Mendoza, who's the infield instructor, saying, like, you know, the thing that they worked so hard on and even, you know, during the delayed time off was it just his footwork. You know, there's probably a good chance that he plays, you know, some third base um, fairly regularly. So, I mean, if if he's... And there was some throws that I'd seen even on video where he wasn't, like, double clutching or doing the usual stuff that made us cringe. So, I mean, I like to believe, since he had a year off from batting that a lot of that time was spent when he was healthy being able to take round balls but i mean 
I'd rather not see him in the outfield, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, his his injury last year was a shoulder, so I, I don't think he did much of anything. Well, this offseason, that was a, the article said that they had spent so much time working on his footwork this offseason. But anyway, yeah. I, well, I, I think, I, and, and, I, and I, that's I also mitigated by the fact that they tried him at you know, probably four different positions. Yeah. So that, yeah. You know, that hurts. yeah. I guess we'll see. But I hadn't seen him much. I know he made that error, but I hadn't seen him much otherwise. He took Garrett Cole deep. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, well, guys, we got anything anything else to say? Anything else to mention? G, does G have any more questions? <laughs> Can we fast forward to opening day? Does that count? <laughs> Ten days. It really, it, like it, re- it really hasn't hit me yet because obviously we've never had an opening day in late July. But it really is crazy. It's like, damn, it's, is this actually going to happen? Are we actually just going to be watching Garrett Cole and Max Scherzer in a duel in an empty stadium play on, on th- next Thursday night? Like, wow. Like, am I actually going to have a Yankee very... game to go home to and watch on Thursday night? Like, maybe. Or next Thursday night, maybe. It's well, going to be a surreal thing, man. Yeah, Absolutely. it really is. Are the, are the announcers going to be... Like in the stadium, I I assume they're just gonna probably because I mean they had like the Ryan Rucco on the telecast. I mean obviously it's a spring training game, but like they had Ryan Rucco on the telecast yesterday, but he was like clearly video conferencing from somewhere else. Yeah, for, uh, well, Luigi, what are they doing for for the MMA fights? Are they well, there? M- the, they're there for the MMA fights for like the UFC, but they're kind of spread mm-hmm. apart for boxing on ESPN. Though they've just all been you know at their houses like doing. Like, what is what is ESPN doing right now? Well, there's just been like ESPN's had like for at least for boxing, they've just had some like you know top ranked boxing events every like Tuesday and Thursday nights, Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's just like the you know Joe Tessitore is in the ESPN studio, but like the three other commentators are all just at their homes, you know, on Zoom or on Skype or whatever. So yeah, I mean, you don't really need so much in-game reporting. yeah, I, I I've been watching these NASCAR races, and they always do like pit road updates. Like for the NFL, you need the sideline update. You know, you always like see people like like Aaron Andrews and Pam Oliver. Like they're there on the sideline. You can't do that from your apartment. Um, but um, baseball, you don't really need that. I mean, I know, you know, Susan Waltman always goes down in the ninth inning to get her interview after the game. But like that isn't the biggest deal if you don't get that kind of thing. Um, so they may just keep everyone at their home and and sync up the. Um, their commentary with with the feed, um, mm-hmm. and then have it on a delay to us. I, I don't really know if there's any better way around it. Yeah, yeah, man. This I feel is like just... John Sterling would have to be there though. Maybe like maybe. <sighs> I mean, he's like 85, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that's true. He's but he firmly, seems firmly I know. high risk. But but again, I mean, you have a home team and an away Wait, team. For John Sterling can die. That's a thing. <laughs> I thought he was supposed to just announce Yankee games forever. It's... But Dude, baseball is a unique sport like that, right? World uh, is, I guess the world I, is I, cool. Man. What the hell? Yeah, but he no, hasn't every, missed a game in like legitimately thirty years. Like his apartment building burned to the ground, and he still called the games. Like, wasn't he supposed to miss a game? Didn't he miss a game last year for he did, his like, he did. granddaughter's graduate? Yeah, it was like the first. No, time he like, he had some issue too. I think he was. Oh yeah, that's right. He was sick a little yeah, bit. Cause I remember, wasn't a big deal. Yeah, because I remember that happened. People were like, wow, even the announcer's sick. And then Kay had the – remember Kay had, like, an issue too with his voice last year? Yeah. 
Yeah, the dude, like <laughs> even the announcers were from the IL. That's crazy. Oh man. Oh man. Oh. Just well. saw a video on Twitter of Didi cranking a home run. His swing oh. is still so sweet. Now well, I'm so sad. You know, well, yeah. you know, now that we at like a positive note to end the show on, I'm just gonna end it. You know, because Didi <laughs> <laughs> just cranking homers for the Phillies, and we play them in like two weeks. Hopefully he doesn't repeat that. But for Luigi, for Andrew. For G, this was the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast, and 10 days.